Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another weekly installment of the Duo Sense podcast. I am your host, Andrew Orozco, and today I am not joined by Johnny, actually. Today we have our very first, well, not first guest, but first substitution, mm-hmm. I guess, for guest. He is no Tom Cruise, but this minority has a report. His lyrics are immaculate, and his staging is accurate. Bringing the smackdown all the way from K-Town, Joining us from the None of Our Business podcast, he is just Joe. Welcome, Joe. <laughs> it's an absolute pleasure to be here. I'm humbled and honored to be joining you. Uh, longtime listener. You know, I've been listening since since the zero season, you know, or season zero. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm absolutely happy to be here. I'm, I'm, I'm super elated. I'm excited. Uh, I'm ready. <laughs> How did you like your intro, Joe? How'd you like that? <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. I, I I was hoping you would say K-Town Killer, but you know that's all good too. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know you that in that way. I don't know you that well like that. So for the audience who might be uh, confused, um, I had something come up, re- uh, emergency kind of plan. Uh, I have to. I'm going to be gone for the whole rest of the week, and Johnny and I could not. Uh, physically be in the same room for the recording so i had to uh, call in a favor bring in some backup uh, got our cousin joe from the none of our business podcast uh, if you guys haven't heard of them they have a great kind of like uh i guess you could say kind of like a variety right it's like a variety show sort of thing yeah i that's I, I i'd say it's 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 for the culture you know it's for the culture, the culture. i hear it's that a, phrase so much society <laughs> culture podcast you know we talk about everything from politics to video games to music and much much more <laughs> that sounds about accurate yeah joe <laughs> what exactly is your because this obviously of course is a gaming centric podcast and so right i know you as like your your gamer cred is through the roof like you know there's no there's no denying <laughs> it but for people who don't know you what is like your history or your legacy with video games like throughout your life well I mean, it's it's a long storied uh, history. I'd say I've been playing video games since I was a wee lad. Uh, <laughs> my dad, he actually had an Apple One, and we used to play not an Apple Two, not an Apple Two, an uh, Apple One. No, the Apple, okay. the Apple, the the very first one of the very first Apples. I think it was an Apple one, like the self-contained, like the self-contained unit, right, with the keyboards attached. The to- safe, cont- yeah, the the little cube with the yeah. It was it was just one. Wow. Unit. Um and and uh and he had like battle chess on that. This must have been like nineteen eighty eight, mid to late eighties for sure, for sure. I was I must have been like four. Because I was born in 84. So I had I had to it had to have been like the late 80s, 80, 88, 89. And um, so we would play battle chess. So I've been playing battle chess since I was a kid. Or chess. Just I, I got to understand the rules <laughs> of chess as a very small child because of that. Uh, of, of that game. So that was awesome. So uh, so yeah, it's definitely was a Mac kid. So you got started off Nintendo. as like a PC player then, right? I guess yeah. I guess you could say I was a <laughs> PC player. It started off, you know, but I've I've fluctuated through a bunch of stuff. I, I I'd say probably I play well for sure. I don't play Xbox at all. This is a Sony PlayStation house. 
that's not right. strictly that's right. Sony that's PlayStation right. because we do have a <laughs> we do have a we do have switches. My son has a switch and I have a switch. Uh, but we definitely we're we're uh, we're a Sony PlayStation. This is a, this is a Japanese household uh, right here. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Everything in this house, every electronic here is, is is Sony. Whether it's my TVs or my sound bars, my consoles, you know. Uh, so definitely a, a house of Sony. I think I actually have every system here, every every PlayStation system. I have PS1, PS2, PS3, PS4, and PS5. I actually have two, three generations of the mm-hmm. PS3. I have two generations of the PS4. I have, I have a PS2 and one PS5. And then I have the classics too. I have a PS1 classic. So uh, yeah, the, we're definitely- The, the preloaded one? Yeah, the one that, yeah, that, comes, that comes preloaded. Uh-oh. So I have that. I, I'm I'm just like a fiend for video games. It's crazy because becoming an adult, I buy everything and I have no time to play it. It's like uh, crazy. But yeah. yeah. So right after after the Mac, um, obviously we got a Nintendo. Played some of my fondest memories, and I remember you mentioned this at the very beginning of your podcast was playing at Jeremy's house because Jeremy had everything. <laughs> he had every like he had all the systems. He had Game Boy. He had a Nintendo. Or, or, I'm I'm talking about our cousin Jeremy. Um, but yeah, he had all this. He had he had everything. Anything that you could think of, he had it. But I do remember playing the Nintendo, and I was like, man, I wish I could have one of these. And and my favorite game that Jeremy actually had, he had two uh, that I really enjoyed. He had on the Nintendo. He had the Disneyland game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that. I do remember it. Yes, uh, the Adventure Adventures in Disneyland. Yeah. So yeah, I love that game. Playing, oh man, B- playing Big Thunder Mountain was probably one of my favorite stages, because you'd go, in, you'd be in the mine cart, and then you'd be going through all this stuff. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. And then on the Game Boy, he used to have the Ghostbusters game, and uh-huh. that was so much fun for me. Yeah, it was the Ghost. Uh, I believe it was Ghostbusters too, and he and he had that game. So I I, I used. To love playing that game because it was so hard, but it was so much fun because you you would get to pick two players, you you would get to pick two characters, and when one would have the proton between the two to be able to catch the ghosts, it's a great game. <laughs> uh, it's fun. I was I was actually today and I found like uh, little emulators and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is great. This is awesome. That's funny you mentioned so that, the Game Boy because I remember, uh, definitely I remember one of the games that Jeremy had on Game Boy. It was for some reason it was the Batman game, but it was like the Michael Keaton movie. It was like the game of the movie. I don't know if you remember that one, but like I can still remember like the the little chip yes, tune. I, I remember, remember the that. chip tune music from that game, and like it's still like stuck in my head. Like almost thirty years later, like for some reason I just remember that he had the uh, what was that one game where you go back and forth? It's like a brick breaker, but it's like the one with Mario in it. It's one of those brick breaker games. I can't remember. Alleyway, alleyway. That's what the name was um, called. And it was uh, a doctor. No, it was alleyway. Doctor Mario. That, that was a different game though. Doctor Mario was a different oh, game. Yeah, and he also had, of course, the original oh, Tetris. Okay, okay. Tetris and you know the yeah alleyway is a brick breaker game. So I'm sorry, Joe, but continue. I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, 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 not at all. Like I love reminiscing about video games. Um, but yeah, so Nintendo was 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 huge in the house. Um, and then we moved on to Super Nintendo. And actually, my mom bought us a Super Nintendo and she bought us. We only had two games. We had Super Mario, uh, Super Mario World, because obviously mm-hmm. that's the game that came with it. Right. And then we had Gradius, Gradius 3. Oh, so, yeah. Yes. I yes. love that one. So, I love that. so for the longest time, 
all we would play was Super Mario World and Gradius 3. And we did everything. We did the Star Road. We did the Rainbow Road. We did everything on, on Super to, to the point where we couldn't do anything else. We had done everything, beat it every single way to beat it, like unlocked all the stages, everything. All the exits. And then the next step was just playing Gradius, Gradius 3. And just, and that, whew, that is a tough game to play. That is an absolutely tough game to play. And, and it's, I mean, it's a side scrolling shooter. Right. Uh, so, you know, in the vein of, of like Contra, because I, I would consider Contra a scrolling shooter, right? Yeah, that's definitely like that. Yeah, both of them are Konami games. That's definitely like up there. That's like their kind yeah. of, uh, I guess you could say their specialty at the time. What ha- what happened to Konami, man? Oh, Konami used to be so, uh, and now it's like you let two of your best IPs just fucking go down the drain. From what so I understand, like, oh, I mean, more IPs. Konami's but. biggest money makers now is actually like outside the realm of video games. They have something in Japan where it's kind of like a, some kind of like sports gym kind of like line of franchises. Like that's like the major thing. And then the second major thing is actually they own the Yu-Gi-Oh property. So that includes the cards, oh, the games, everything of that. So that's, I think that's like their two major focuses in terms of like revenue. And then they also have like the pachinko mm-hmm. machines and all that stuff. Like when we went to Japan, I remember yeah, seeing, I, I saw a couple of pachinko machines with like the Konami branding. Like they had nothing to do with like video games, but they had like the Konami branding on them. And so <laughs> I don't know. I think uh, Johnny and I have talked about they, this. Like I wish they would just license out their IPs to like people who will actually do something with it. I think you guys were talking about that last week um, where who, who would they give like Metal Gear Solid to who who would right. who would uh who would benefit from getting that property and doing something with it. So I, I remember you guys were talking about that last week. But yeah, so those were the two games that we played forever. And, and, and at the time, you know, there uh, this is a time. This is like early to mid '90s. So you still had like blockbuster video. Um, and then you had a bunch of like these little hole in the wall video game spots. So all we would do is just go rent games. And then, and then because you get them for like a day or two, you have to beat those games as fast as possible. So I remember being what, like 1993, I was like nine years old. And I remember like going to get a game like battle toads and just grinding all night, like get home from school, just grind, 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 grind. Until it's time to go to sleep or, or, or like Lost Vikings, you know, like or the cross between Battletoads and Lost Vikings. Do you remember that? I, or, I do or not. The cross I between Battletoads, Battletoads and Double Dragon. That was another. OK, yeah, uh, yeah. That classic. one I do know. That one I do know. Yeah. These brawlers, man. So so, you know, you would you would have like you would go to the the the, the video store rental spot. Uh, I think we had Game World over because we lived in West L.A. for for a for that time so there was like a place called game world and um we would just go there you would rent a game for a dollar for two two days and then you would just grind 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 so we got to play so many games by just scrounging up our change getting a dollar together going Mm -hmm. to rent a game and and you know just grinding so that was that was a fun time because we you didn't really need to own a game all you would do is just rent it because at that time a super nintendo game was like what 500 kilobytes of memory or something you know maybe a mega megabyte something like that yeah probably like less than it a wasn't megabyte. a lot <laughs> yeah yeah so there, there's not a lot of space to work with so games you could f- finish like within a day or two think think about to how you mentioned like a, uh just real quick how you mentioned the crossover between uh 
battle toads and double dragon stuff like do you remember did you ever play the robocop slash terminator game do you remember that one of course dude of course and or then the predator versus alien one? i was about to mention that one i was about to mention it. yeah <laughs> like isn't that weird how they do like crossovers back then and now today it's kind of just like oh like they just added some random person to fortnite it's like oh, okay that's nice like whatever well like <laughs> actually i i have a I have, I have i have a news clip that i'm going to share with you later which uh, i think you'll find you'll find rather delightful delightful um, all right yeah but then you know 95 95 came around and that's when my world changed you know, that's when everything changed. PlayStation? The Sony PlayStation. Oh, okay. oh 96. It was 96. Was it 95 or 96? It came out, I want to say, 95, maybe yeah, right? early. I know it came out earlier than that in Japan, like 93 or 94. But yeah, like 95 over here. Yeah. So that changed everything. That changed the game. And at these, at these video game stores, you could rent a system. All you had to do was put a credit card down, and then you could rent a system. for. So for the first... I want to say maybe three years of PlayStation's life cycle. Mm -hmm. We didn't have one. We didn't get one until like 90, 98, maybe summer of 98 is when we got one. And actually my older brother, Paul, he's the one who bought it for us because at the time he was, he was working at Vons, the Vons uh, grocery store. Mm -hmm. So he scrounged up enough money to buy us a PlayStation. And we're like, wow, that's the nicest thing you've ever done. To this day, it's the nicest thing he's ever done. <laughs> to this day, still the, he he peaked back in the nineties. He peaked back then. That was it, man. I, that was Big Brother. That was it. After that, he went. You're on your own no, now. But, uh, <laughs> no, but yeah. Once we got that, and what game we we had a uh, we we got two games. I want to say were I they can't remember what were they what bundled with the PS One for sure. Maybe the first. Maybe one of them was. But he bought us two games. Uh, I can't remember what uh, it obviously it came with the demo CD. Right. It had like a bunch of the demos for like 10 different games. Yeah. So we, we played the shit out of those games. And then there was a game that he bought us. I can't remember what that game was, but the second game was a game changer for me uh, because at the time I was already into fighting games because I would still go to arcades and, and play street fighter, you know, right. play virtual fighter, like play, play, you know, play these games that, that, that were awesome. Not Virtual Fighter. I'm thinking Tekken. But um, when when we got the PS1, he also bought us a game called Soul Blade, which would Soul end up Blade. becoming, it would it would end up becoming like Soul Caliber. It would end up becoming Soul Caliber. Huh. So the very first okay. Soul game called Soul Blade. Interesting. And I actually I didn't know that. came out. Yeah. So Soul Caliber is actually the sequel to Soul Blade. Uh, huh. So that game, when I got that game, it was oh my goodness! It was a game changer because it's 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 made by uh, it's made by Namco, mm-hmm. um, which is now Bandai Namco. But right. um, so they made this game. Uh, the audio is kind of like breaking. Up. And oh, am I? Oh, there we go. There no. we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. A three D fighting game with weapons. So I I was definitely into that. I played I played the hell out of that game, and and then with the PS One. They just released so many fighting games, like beyond, beyond. I mean, they, they had the Gundam Battle Assault, which was for PS1, a phenomenal game. I don't know if you remember that game. Brian, it's, Brian it's showed it to me once. Yeah, Brian showed it to me once. I remember. Ah. And then the sequel. Ah, wow. But that was for <laughs> PS2. But ah. do you remember? The, do you remember that man. fighting game called? Uh, I think it was called Battle Arena on the PS1. Do you remember that one? Battle Arena. Um. It's one of the first games that Josie and Johnny had. I remember where like there's like a one of the stages is like a wooden platform, like in the middle of Niagara Falls. 
it was like one of those oh, kind of like nice. it was one of those like 3d like polygonal looking games kind of like virtual fighter but like it looked a little bit better than that oh maybe i do that 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 there was like this. There was like this old man character had like these really long claws, and you kind of like walk on his claws. That was like one of the characters. I don't know if that yeah. if that ring if that rings anything. No, maybe. <laughs> it, I mean, it it might. Like there was so many fighting games yeah. on PS One. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. I mean, ah, oh, there was just too many, too many. I mean, you had Star Wars Masters of what Terracassi? Yeah. Terracotta. Ter- yeah, oh, what a game right there, man. That's they introduced a bunch of the legend characters in that. And there's like a really like, odd like reference to that game in Solo. I don't know if you remember that. I do. Uh, I do actually. <laughs> um, what's her name? Uh, uh, was Emilia Clark? Style of Terrac- Emilia Clark's character. What's yeah. her name? Uh, I forgot her name. Honestly, <laughs> I forget her name. Uh, but yeah, she she said she mentions that she was trained in the art of of Terracotta, So definitely remember that. But yeah, dude, af- after after the PS one, it was just it was just all up from there. You know, waited for the PS two. By that time, I already I was working already, so I I had enough money to buy you know a PS two and mm-hmm. you know blockbusters and and video stores were still around, so you could go rent you could still go rent a game. And at that point, I I had money, so if I wanted to keep it for a little longer, I could still do it um so that was cool and and then yeah i've just been i've been a playstation guy since uh every now and then i'll touch on on a pc game but they're very like simple pc games but going back to the pc there was a point where where my mom had bought us a new windows uh it was a hp no it was a compact it was a compact uh and it had windows 95 and like Mm -hmm. we were talking about it before the pod started but you know we i we bought like one of those 50 pack games that just has like 50 or so games on one, on one CD. Right. Right. And, uh, it had a ton of, it had a ton of games that were like way outdated, but first time playing it. So we're having a ball with them. Um, there was a tank games. There were, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you remember jazz Jackrabbit. He was, I know the character. Yeah. I know the character. I know the, I know of the character, but I never played any of those games. I know who I know the character though. Yeah, so so Jazz Jackrabbit was was a uh, was one of these like um, Earthworm Jim knockoffs mm-hmm. or uh, yeah, I would say more more of an Earthworm Jim. He's this green rabbit that kind of just goes through these stages like just shooting people up. It's, it's I a think lot of fun. But he's yeah, there were a bunch of PC games. I think that's like a Lucasfilm creation, right? Because I've seen him in, or Lucas Arts at least. Because there is Star Wars comics where they actually have they have that character, Jazz, the Jazz Jackrabbit character. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he's a Lucas oh, Arts like know. creation because Lucas Arts was big into like PC stuff like oh, in the nineties. Lucas Arts, wow! You remember that? You remember that? <laughs> yeah, of course I remember that. No, man, they had a. Um, I don't. I don't. I I, rem- I don't know if you remember, but Lucas Arts made a made a an Indiana Jones over the top uh, game. I don't know. I can't. I can't remember the Is name. Is it of the, it. the Atlantis it one game? I can't remember the name of it. Okay. But no, it was set like in, you're in the desert. Uh, you're like in a desert village. Okay. It was an over the top. The, the 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 character was very like chibi like, like very okay. like you know big head, small body kind of. Not proportion. Not proportion exactly. But that okay. was a fun <laughs> game. Yeah, not proportioned exactly. It was supposed Do you to remember one yeah, of my has, one of my fondest game. memories with you specifically was uh, you probably do remember this, but like it was when you had when you had just got like I think 
I don't know if he collected all of them, but he had like all the Pokemon in Pokemon Blue and Yellow. Do you, remember, do you remember that? And he had like that really cool Link Cable, which I gave back to you like, I think just like six years ago. <laughs> I gave yeah. you back the Link Cable. <laughs> I remember like Dude, you would let- Probably somewhere here. <laughs> you, would let, you would let me play the games, but you always told me like, don't save, don't save. Because like you were afraid I was going to do like release your all your like- your party or something i don't know but you're like don't say like okay joe okay <laughs> okay man please just don't it's taking me a long time it's funny because the only reason i got that link cable was because my friend he i i had red i i believe i had red and he had blue so we bought the cable just so that we could get all the pokemon we play against each, with other. each other because yeah. obviously you can't get them all yeah yeah you can't and you can't you can't get all of them with one game you had to you had to have the both games to be able to get all of them right so that's the only reason about the cable and that's the only reason we played like it's 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 very funny like <laughs> we had no business playing that game but it was just fun as hell <laughs> like we'd be we'd be in school like and we were in high school at that time like <laughs> we'd be in school that tracks that's right like, and, and during lunch and stuff just boom 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 playing this damn game <laughs> it was a lot of fun though and then, right. you know you get stuff like pokemon go do you still play pokemon go uh, the last time I checked in was probably like four or three months ago, just because yeah, like, cause I just moved, I just moved to where I live now. And I was like, let me see like what's in the area. I was like, is there like a, is there like a, <laughs> is there like a Pokemon stop? Like close enough that I can just like spam, like where I can just collect like, and like no nearest one's like about like you know, two blocks down. So I'm like, okay, whatever. You're like, ah, oh, never mind. It's funny because uh, when Pokemon go came out, I was traveling a lot. So I got so many Pokemon just like, because I'd be at a hotel and it happened if there'd be happened if you stopped there. You were you so were I living the game. Refreshing. You were you were living the game. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Dude. Dun, dun, I would travel dun, so many places, dun, dun, check all the But then it got old. It, it got old quick, man. It got old quick. They they didn't like innovate enough. Do you remember that summer though too. when that game actually came out and like for the first like I like for the first two months of that game's release, like it was like the closest we've ever got into like world peace. And like, I'm kind of exaggerating, but at the same time, it was like, you could like talk to like random people that were playing the game. And like, it was like everybody in the world, like if you saw them in public, like you all had like one thing in common to talk about or like play, you know what I mean? We all knew, we all knew. It, it was so funny because uh, my coworker and I, we would take a lunch and we'd drive like two miles down to a park and I remember there was an event happening and and you just see so many people on their phones just like going to the same places. Like there'd be like a little <laughs> a herd of people, you know, fucking hidden that. Yeah, it was crazy. And we all knew what we were there for. And, and we were all from all walks of life. There was like an older middle aged man, some little kids, some parents with their kids. So they let their kids, you know, spin. And I was like, wow. Oh, this is amazing the funny thing like, is here, here we are at 230 somethings <laughs> yeah the, the, you know what's weird what's really cool though is when when we were in japan last year right before the pandemic uh there was a part where there was a time where brian and his friend we went with our cousin brian he he and his friends they went to check out something and i was like kind of tired of walking so i kind of stayed like in this area like kind of like a central hub like it was in tokyo and then i just see all these businessmen with suits like show up and they all congregate in this one little kind of like, I don't know, like uh, like a hundred feet by a hundred feet kind of like square part of like the street. And they're all looking down at their phones. And I'm like, 
I wonder. So I take out my phone and I'm like, oh, shoot, there's a Mewtwo raid going on. And oh, so snap. so when I get around them, like, I kind of like I get close enough to kind of like look at their phones from a distance and I can like kind of make out like the icons of the game. And I'm like, wow, like these are like they look like they were probably like, you know, 20s, 30 year old somethings, but like in their business suits, like just right out of work with their suitcases. And they were all like playing the game on their phone. And I'm just like, it's a different culture. It's a different culture over here. Yeah, it really is. You know, it really is. I mean, it, it makes sense, though. It makes sense. It's it's ingrained into society. There, you know? Yeah. And, and and I mean, we're we're ridiculed on this. Well, not so much. We used to be pariahs. We, you know, but it, it's that that uh, mentality changed a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. it's not it's not right. embarrassing to like anime or play video games or, you know, you, you don't yeah, get the really nerds won as often yeah. or, or even as much or even at all. Yeah, we absolutely won. We one hundred percent. We won. I mean, like, we look at it now. Now, like, now you hear it in raps. You hear it everywhere now. Dude, yeah. What was oh? What was that one that just came out where it was something about like something about M on your head? Now call me Luigi. Uh, who was that? I'm trying to think. What was that track? Uh, there was a rap. Oh, J. Cole. J. Cole. He made like a Mario reference. I think he made a. Yeah. And then he made like another game. Like a, he had like an album that just came out recently. And it was like, an, there was like two video game references on like the same track. And I was like, that's interesting. And then like, if you remember, Drake sampled uh, the Star World theme from Super Mario World on the Hotline mm-hmm. Blink. Yeah. So like, video yeah. game culture has kind of like. Uh, there you go. There you go. I remember it. So it's kind of like permeated like every kind like almost every facet of life. And just uh like for example, now like I think the video game industry in terms of like total revenue has like surpassed television and film in terms of like annual revenue. Like it's like the biggest entertainment market. So I'm not surprised. I mean, look at triple A games, like people are spending 60, 70, 80, a hundred dollars for the deluxe editions of things when they'll only, you know, like and and you're doing that every every month at least for for a new title coming out a new triple a title how often do you go see a movie you're watching a movie well i mean people like us who love you know theaters we're gonna go see a movie every week i miss movie pass (laughs) uh, yeah dude but everything's opening up again so we'll probably get them back or or some vestiges of it like i know regal has their thing amc has their own thing you know movie rewards uh movie club yeah. yeah yeah Yeah. And then you but, you uh, have your own movie club, isn't that right, Joe? I do. I'm part of a so I'm part of the LAFC supporters group, the supporters union, and um, we in that we have a we have a movie club. It's called the LAFC Film Club. Right now, the main film club is on hiatus because um, our leader, our great leader, Kevin, um, he's actually he's a composer for movies, so he's actually working on on a movie. So he's oh. basically. What happened is when that happened, he asked me if I could host a night. So I actually host an anime night every other Monday on Zoom. So, um, I mean, you you join us all the time, and I appreciate you for that. Uh, when so, I can, and, when I yeah, can, I mean, yeah. We're, we're about six months into it. We've screened a ton of movies, classics, too. Um, and we're going to have a, this Monday, coming Monday, we actually we're going to be screening Escaflone. I don't know if you've ever watched that. I've heard, yes, I have heard. Of, that's like that was like a either late '80s or early '90s one, right? I think it's like a one-off. Early movie. '90s, yeah, it was early '90s. Actually, it's it's uh, based on a on a light novel. Yeah, um, I remember somebody. 
a long time ago like rec recommended that one to me but it was like really hard to find like i couldn't find it on the streaming service or anything it was oh no then it wasn't me was no 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 it was somebody it was else completely <laughs> okay okay yeah but it's not on any streaming service that's the thing but i believe you can find the series because the series came out before the movie oh, the movie okay. was an afterthought um mm. and and actually the movie is a retelling of the series like they just so the series was very PG. The movie is definitely rated R. Yeah, I heard. Lot. It's bloodier. It's 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 a great movie. So um, for any of your listeners who want to join us, uh, I'll shoot you the, the info and then you can shoot it out. Uh, yeah. yeah. LAFC Film Club. It's called Cup of Joe. Uh, what happened to that? You stopped doing that series, your little morning drives. Yeah, you know, I, I'm going to get back to it. I, I am going to get back I, to it. I used to love watching those. <laughs> I'll, I'm definitely gonna get back to it. Uh, I'll, I'm gonna revamp it. <laughs> but right. yeah, right now we're on hiatus from the podcast. Uh, we just finished our fifth season. Um, we'll be back. More I was just thinking about. I was just thinking. About, yeah, I was thinking about the film club the other day because I remember for some. I was. I, I just listened. I just finished listening to your podcast, and I was thinking about like when we were younger, like watching Toonami and stuff like that. And I remember we talked about Tom like a couple of times when there was like this, there was some mini arc event that happened with Toonami where like Tom, like all of a sudden he came back in all black for some reason. Like he like went mm -hmm. on hiatus and came back like kind of like mm -hmm. with a different outfit. And then I was thinking like, oh crap, like Joe actually got, oh, shoot, I forgot his name, but you got the voice Steve actor. Blum. There you yeah, go. Steve, Steve Blum to yeah. like kind of, you know, kind of Introduce. sort of break the wine glass or cut the ribbon or whatever yep. for like the film cut club. The like I was like, <laughs> like, I still I think about that right now. And I'm like, that was so cool. Like, that's yeah, that's crazy. man. So, so uh, what I did, I wanted to do something special. And I know, I know, Cowboy Bebop is a pretty big thing in the anime da, community, da, 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 and even outside of it. Yeah, of course, the seatbelts. But um, but you know, everyone knows Cowboy Bebop, even if you don't watch anime. You you've heard of Cowboy Bebop. And actually, Netflix is is about to release a live action That's uh, right. series with John Cho. But um, yeah. yeah, I was like, what, what can I start this this series with? Like this this anime night series that I'm going to be doing. And I was like, of course, I'm going to do Cowboy Bebop. But what can I do that's special? And I was like, you know what? I'm going to reach out to Steve Blum and see if he can introduce it. And you know, it, and it just ended up working out. And I was like, holy shit! Like I can't believe it. I got Steve Blum to do the intro. And he crazy. says, Steve, you know face cowboys he does the whole thing yeah you know, like, he leads wow. into it you can tell he loves what he does yeah you can tell he loves i it. was my nipples got hard i gotta tell you <laughs> <laughs> all right but yeah, yeah man I, I was very happy to see it yeah 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 all right. so that's uh my history with uh video games <laughs> thank you joe all right yeah we kind of have to like kind of get started because i went longer than i thought but i loved every second of it i loved yeah, every second of it sorry, sorry sorry no 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 it was i was awesome it was awesome it was Definitely remembering a lot of things from when I was younger too. Like whenever our, you know, our lives like intersected yeah. and stuff. So that was cool. We would get together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right then. So we have a couple of items and then I'm not sure what Joe has. So it's at least two, possibly more. I want to just yeah. kick it off with our no. first piece uh, from Polygon over here. I'll reference the rest of this article after. It says Sony delays new God of War 2 2022. Uh, this article is written by Michael McWhorter. I hope I'm saying that right. Michael McWhorter over at Polygon. It says, Sony's <laughs> next God of War game, originally slated for a 2021 release on PlayStation 5, has been pushed to 2022. PlayStation Studios head Herman Holst and developer Santa Monica Studio confirmed the delay on Wednesday. 
Holst, in an interview posted on the PlayStation blog, said the sequel to 2018's God of War was pushed out to give Santa Monica Studio more time to develop the title. So we have currently two very big, very narrative-driven games in development, Horizon Forbidden West and the next God of War. And for both of those, they're frankly affected by access to performance, capture, and talent. Holst explained, for Horizon, we think we are on track to release this holiday season. We'll see about that. But that isn't quite certain yet. And we're working as hard as we can to confirm that to you as soon as we can. And as for God of War, the project started a little later. So we made the decision to push that game out to next year to ensure that Santa Monica Studio can deliver the amazing God of War game that we all want to play. Uh, There's a little more to the article. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing because I just want to leave a always try to leave a little snippet for people who are interested enough to go over there and give them the click, give them the view and stuff. So going back to this real quick. Yeah. Joe, do you remember when they back in September? Uh, PlayStation. So in June, they had the big PS5 release of reveal. We saw Miles Morales. We saw like what the actual system looked like. And right. then in September, we got that teaser with that where it was just the God of War, just the logo, and there was no there was no like trailer. It was just a teaser, yeah. but it said like 2021. And pretty much every person in the know or like every pundit, including myself, kind of thought like that's not going to happen. 2021 is way too soon for a system that's just not even out yeah. yet. And now, of course, we to no one's surprise, really, we get the we get the reveal that yeah, it's getting pushed back. Like, yeah, we kind of saw that coming. And then for Horizon, I guess it was ambitious. Saying, yeah, but at the same time, I kind of feel like okay, what, what's your thought on that, Joe? Because I think they kind of did that kind of just to hype, like, hey, like you want to get in early on the PS5 because you want to get God of War as soon as it comes out, and it's kind of just like, like we're, we're gonna have to push it back anyways, so. But also the uh, the news that it is I mean, going to be on PS4. Well, okay, first, go ahead and tell me what you think about that, and I'll ask you the next part. I mean, I think I, it's it's obviously a marketing ploy. Um, everybody does it, so of course they're gonna they're gonna want to you know raise raise the alarms and say, hey, this is happening 2021. But they also know that PlayStation is gonna sell out, so you're not even gonna be able to get a PlayStation. It's it's all the 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 razzle dazzle of the release and saying oh be ready for this but we all knew that it wasn't going to happen and right. I'm not honestly I'm not even mad at it. All right, Joe. Next question. Uh, as a fellow PS5 owner, how do you feel about how a lot of these games like Horizon, <laughs> God of War, which are kind of marketed as next gen titles, how do you feel about them also getting PS4 releases? Like I understand the metrics, like the financial metrics behind it, but how do you feel about like do you feel like that's holding back what next gen could be or what are your thoughts? Well, I think uh, some of these titles have been in development for a while. So of course they were going to cross into there. It was, was going to be a cross generational. Mm-hmm. I, I don't feel they should tout them as PS five titles because I mean, they're still playable on PS four. Right. Oh, this new PS five title kind of looks great, but it's, I don't feel that I'm not I'm not incredibly wowed by it because right. I do have a 4K TV. I have played the game on a PS4, so the sure it's a lot faster, but it doesn't mean that it's a lot better. It's not it hasn't given me that wow factor yet. Like I honestly haven't gotten a wow factor out of the PS5 yet. Like so sure, do it you runs think it's, it's do you think it's because it's still it's being like held back? I think so. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Right. Because you, they're I, still releasing, like you said, they're still releasing some titles on the PS4 that they're releasing on the PS5 too. Like I'm kind of low key, I'm kind of mad 
that Square is releasing the Final Fantasy VII remake integrate shit bullshit because you're you're telling me I just spent like a hundred dollars on this deluxe shit and now I just have to oh, buy wow. another another seventy dollar game because now you want to release the PS5 version of it like that's some asshole shit. Well, well, okay, so you don't have you Joe personally you don't have to pay that you just you can pay I think twenty bucks for the DLC the new Ufi DLC stuff and you get yeah. the free PS5 upgrade to it. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like now oh. I have to pay extra money to get a game that I already had on the PS4. Like, but you're probably gonna do it anyway, aren't you? I've I am. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> Come on. Of course I am. I'm really excited about that. Actually, I can't wait to come back. And that's uh, how they get you. Yeah, I can't wait to come back uh, after next week, and that's gonna already be uh, that's already gonna be, oh, pre- will be. preloaded. Yeah. 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 Preloaded on my yeah, PS5. Yeah, so looking forward to I was that try to, I, I was i was trying to do it today but it, I, it says it's unavailable so i was like mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh are, were you are you a god of war fan joe or not really is that your kind of that's not your kind of game i'm an adult so i bought i bought the game i've played maybe two hours of it and i have i've right now i'm working on my back catalog like okay. i have a lot of games that i'm still trying to finish like i didn't buy last of us two because i haven't completed last of us i thought you finished the first one you know so oh man man. i'm like i'm almost there i'm almost at the end i'm almost at the end but see for me i've been sitting at the very end of last of us for years i've been sitting at the very end of it i'm i'm uh i'm at the college i'm at uh okay university of college oh you're really close you're really close you're probably yeah that's what i'm saying less than three hours away from the ending if that probably but i've been there for I've been there for like five years or four years, however long the title has been. It's out. okay. I I, I'm years. I'm like that way too with uh, Bloodborne. I've been stuck in the same like area for the last six years, and it's just like I'll get back to it eventually. Yeah, man. Maybe. So what I've been doing <laughs> is playing a bunch of little, little smaller games like Chasm and you know these little independent studio games that that I know that I could finish kind of fast. Like I've I've really been looking for a lot of like Metroidvania games because that's that's probably my favorite genre. Okay. Uh, like Metroidvania games, I can I can always go for. Let me write that down for later. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll you'll know what I mean when yeah. we get to the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. Do you do you play any of uh similar to Metroidvanias are like the we call it the roguelike games. Have you played any of those? Yeah, like uh, like Dead Cells. Yes. Yeah. I guess that's a roguelike. That right? is. Yeah. yeah. Dead cells. I actually, I actually helped. Uh, help. Uh, I was part of the uh, blasphemous Kickstarter. I don't know if you've heard of blasphemous. Yes, I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. It's a very goth gore side scroll role like you know where every time you die you got to start over, but in a different map. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you see, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of roguelike. Yeah. All right. You cool, know, cool. a game that I really like that that I don't know if it got um as much play as it should have is Sword of Ditto. You ever I have heard of data? yeah I have heard of it and not from you but from somebody else on Twitter I remember somebody was talking about it like I can kind of picture the the game. like the con- not the concept art but like the the title card like what the art looks like I kind of I think I've I've seen it before well it's a Zelda s game it's a mm-hmm. it's like a top down old super like Legend of Zelda a link to the past style um, mm-hmm. but it's a it's a two player game so it's a lot of fun. 
Are you drawn to those games because they're that's like like a roguelike? Because yeah. they're shorter, or like do you or is it like a nostalgia thing? I think it's I think it's a mix of all of that because with Sword of Ditto you can you can pass that in a couple of hours like, but it has a lot of replay value because uh, Sword of Ditto is a generational game. Oh, okay, I've heard so of this one. Like you die and then your son continues, right? Yeah, I re- yes, okay, I've heard I definitely heard of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Joe. So uh, let's gonna go ahead and move on to. All right, we're gonna move on to our next story real quick. Uh, this one's probably the longest one because it's more. Uh, it's just basically the schedule for E3. They like for the longest time the ESA didn't have like a like E3 is coming and like no one knew exactly what it was gonna be. Like we knew it was digital and we knew like yeah. it's June twelfth through the fi- through like the fifteenth or something, but like no one knew what day or what was going to be showing as what. So uh, let me go to IGN. They have like the full uh, schedule here uh, written by uh, just as IGN staff. Okay. So it's like a, it's a group effort. So as a full schedule for E3 2021 has been revealed with fan registration open now ahead of its start date on Saturday, June 12th. So that's the day I come back, I come back from my trip. A press release from E3 has revealed all of the major showcases in the E3 2021 broadcasts which will be hosted by Alex Goldenboy Mendez, Jackie Jean, and Green Miller. After a pre-show at 10 a.m. Pacific on June 12th, we'll have the Ubisoft Forward Conference at 12 p.m. Pacific, as well as news from Gearbox Entertainment. So if you guys remember uh, Gearbox, that's the guys behind Borderlands and all that. On Sunday, June 13th, the pre-show starts at 8.45 a.m. Pacific, ahead of Microsoft and Bethesda's joint showcase still salty over that which kicks off at 10 a.m pacific later in the day <laughs> there will also be a special presentation from square enix as well as the pc gaming show and the future game show sunday we'll also see new information from warner brothers games i'm guessing probably the gotham knights and some other stuff including back for blood as well as yeah. 24 entertainment creators of Naraka blade point i don't know which one that is on monday june 14th the pre-show will start at a.m pacific before a series of indie developer press conferences this will be show followed by the presentations from take two which is like the parent company of rockstar uh, mythical yeah. games freedom games razor which i think is like a pc manufacturer and capcom across monday with verizon also part of the schedule i'm curious to see what that's about <laughs> and then tuesday june 15th is the final day of the show with the pre-show starting at a.m pacific with a nintendo direct and nintendo treehouse live sessions which start at 9 a.m pacific following news from bandai namco and eureka games the show will then close with the official e3 2021 award show all righty then so that kind of there's like four days of stuff to watch um of those of those days which stuff actually excites you the most joe which of those presentations sounds interesting to you well i'm kind of i'm like you i'm kind of bitter with the whole microsoft purchase of bethesda Um, because i'm obviously you know it as well as i do we're both fans of fallout uh i'm still excited for for sunday the 13th only because that's probably the that's that's the bones of of uh that's the nice and bulk bones of, of what we're gonna what we want to see and Bethesda see what Bethesda has to offer. I don't know if it's gonna. I think Microsoft had announced that there will be console exclusive games from Bethesda for them, right? But right, there will still be uh, games multi platform for, for all the consoles. Yes, platform. Yeah. So I'm 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 cool with that. So obviously, I want to see what Bethesda has to offer because of that. 
Um, and then of course Square, we want to see what have what what they what they have to say always, always, always. And I'm sorry, what Joe was that? Mortal you said Kombat series. Um, okay, I heard Mortal uh, Kombat for sure. I want to see what one what yeah what Warner Brothers has to has to give us mm-hmm. because I'm a huge fan of Mortal Kombat. Another um, mm-hmm. I love the Arkham the Arkham stuff or anything Batman like yeah. So so I'm excited. I, I think that's what I'm most excited about. Just seeing what what they have for that for that day. Joe, if you found out fault the next Fallout entry was like Xbox exclusive, what would you do about that? Would you would you finally buy, would you would you buy an Xbox just for that, or would you kind of just have to like just take the take the L and just pass on it? Um, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I'd probably <laughs> I'd probably buy the I'd probably buy the damn system. It sounds so. Conf- and that'd be the only game. <laughs> I really well, am you, conflicted. Well, man. you know about Game Pass, right? You've heard of Game Pass, right? Does that entice you at all or no? Nah, it really doesn't. Oh, because okay. only because uh the PS now is I guess a similar situation, even though they have like old titles. Is it really but though? I didn't even want to <laughs> You prefer owning your stuff. Okay. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I kind of feel the same way too, sort of. It's better yeah, to own your own stuff. Yeah. Not, yeah. I mean we used to Yeah, we I mean, yes, yes, we used to have like rental you know, you used to be able to rent video games, but I don't know. For whatever reason, it just doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't do it for me. Joe, have you heard about the, uh, I think I'm pretty sure it's Bandai Namco game uh, coming out uh, called Scarlet Nexus. Have you seen this game? I haven't. No. Dude, you need to check it out. You need to, later on, really? like after we're done, I'll look up the trailer. Yeah. The game looks like stylish as hell. It looks really good. It looks kind of like, um, it's like super anime-esque over the top. Like, but it has like the kind of like art style that's like um not cell shaded. What would you call it? But it kind of has. It looks very stylish. Very. It reminds me if they had turned like, and I think they have already. If they turn like the Fate Stay Night Fate Zero, like those kind of like that kind of art style into like a video game. But it looks like it kind of plays like if you ever play like Near Automata, where it's like a or like mm-hmm. um Bayonetta or like Devil May Cry. It has like that kind of look where it's like an actiony kind of like a just okay. melee ish like thing. a melee like uh, hordes melee like uh like um not like Dyna- not like dynasty warriors not like dynasty warriors. no 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 oh, okay, no okay, 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 it's you. more like near automata if you've ever seen that like in play like where it's like yeah, you yeah. know a handful of enemies here and there kind of thing or if you've ever seen the astral chain for the switch yeah. have you seen astral chain yes I have. it looks yes, a lot absolutely. like that it looks a lot like that like that style that oh, art okay. style yeah but yeah, that game kind of like where you have your uh your it's kind of like it, it's your persona or something like that. I don't know if you ever played Persona. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. that's like the idea where you're a person, but then you have like this astral body that fights for you. Very similar, like that. Yes, very similar, like that. But that came, that game comes out, I think, in July, so like next month. And I'm curious to see if Bandai Nam- Nexus. Yeah, I'm, cur- I'm curious to see if Bandai Namco is going to show any more of that. I think it's a PS5 and Xbox Series exclusive. Like it's not a older game. It's definitely going to be oh, like so. It's a new generation. Yeah. So- Okay. I believe so. See, I'd 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 love to see that. Like, I want to see a game that I can't play uh, on a PS4. Like, I it's it's exclusively to the newer newer generation, but isn't like an a small independent studio that's just trying to churn out a game. Oh, because, okay. You know, so like, not Returnal. I can't not, do not that, Returnal. <laughs> not re- not Returnal. I'm sorry, uh, for whatever reason, just Returnal didn't catch me. I get you. I you get were you. so excited for it. Yeah, I was, and I ended up not liking it as much as I thought I would. <laughs> uh, 
it's fun it's just that it's like it's another roguelike where it's like you die and you start all over but like most roguelikes at least reward you for skill whereas returnal like its entire gimmick is like everything is randomized so if the rng is not in your favor like your run could be like over like as soon as it starts where like if you just don't have the right setup or the right power-ups by the time you get to like the next boss like you're just like you just are forced to, t- to take the loss yeah it, it relies too much on on luck and randomness and rng and it's just what what I can say about Returnal is that it's very ambitious to be a roguelike game and a triple A title. Yeah, I especially from that, that studio, because Housemark in the yeah. past has made like very smaller, like they made uh, Star. If you played a uh, Stardust, I'm thinking of, I think it's Stardust, uh, um, the shooter. Yeah, the rail shooter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where you're like on, where you're on the on the on the planet yeah. going around. Uh, they yeah, did, yeah. Um, that was a fun game. Yeah, Stardust was like the first game I bought. They actually yeah. had trophy support. I remember. Uh, there was another, they did the, I forget what it's called. There's like a zombie one and there's like an alien one. Oh, it's a zombie, as a dead nation and alien nation. Dead nation and alien. Dead nation is really fun. Both of the, both of those games were fun as hell. I loved, I loved alien nation because it had a four player support, which you didn't have before. And then they just mm-hmm. like started doing like advanced stuff because you could finish the game fairly fast. Um, but once they started adding like the wormholes, like the the portals where the aliens were actually trying to come in, and you could you could hop into their world, mm-hmm. that that made that that just kicked it up a notch. So I really love those games. I hope I hope we get some type of sequels for those too because those games are fucking awesome. I never played I those ISO games. Those isometric. Yeah. Oh really? I know. I only played Dead Nation. I I really enjoyed Dead Nation. I think so. Alienation is actually on sale, and if you hop on that shit, I'll. I'll get right back on the horse, man. I'll look. I'll look. In, I'll look into it after. Um, it's fun because you could choose your. You could. You could choose your class. You know, they have like a sniper, like a mage class that does like a, a long, long distance attacks. They have like a, a stealth one. They have a, a, a Hulk, like a, a brute mm-hmm. class. It's, so it's a lot of fun. You could do augmentations to your weapons. Like it's very customizable. Where Dead Nation was kind of pretty straightforward, and you just upgraded your weapons a little bit at a time. Yeah. Alienation, you could really like just dive into it. So I, I recommend it. I recommend it. I'll try to check it out. I have a massive backlog that goes back to like, I still have PS3 games that are still like in their original packaging that I just haven't. I just haven't got to. <laughs> it's I'm, really bad, dude. I'm gonna let you log into my <laughs> into my PS account. I'll let you log into my account and you could see everything, man. If you have a PS3, PS4, PS5, you could log into each one of those and you'll see my backlog is just ridiculous. Uh, all right. All right. So, Joe, <laughs> did you have anything, uh, any of the news stories that you found? Because those were the two, uh, those were the only two that I had. I do. All right. Let's see what you have. I do. All right. You can read for once. All right. Hey. So, um, the first one that I have, which I thought that, I mean, you and hopefully Johnny will find incredibly interesting, comes from CBR.com by, uh, by Sam Stone. And it says, Dead by Daylight, How to Kill as Resident Evil's Nemesis. Um, so Resident Evil comes to the world of Dead by Daylight with Resident Evil. Nice. Here's what to expect from the tyrant. Yeah, so I don't know if you've played Dead by Daylight. It's kind of like a survival horror game. I literally just started playing like this a, game a, this past week because one of my friends wanted to. Yeah, 
told me to get on there. And I was like, I don't know. I don't want, like, how much is it? And he's like, oh, you probably have it. I'm like, what do you mean? I probably have it. He's like, yeah, oh yeah, it was, it was, it was a PS. Yeah. It was a PS PlayStation plus title. I'm like, really? And I check, it's yeah. like one of those weird things where I check my library and I'm like, well, how about that? It's actually there. <laughs> I don't remember getting it, but I guess I did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. You know, what's funny is like every month I'll just download the games that are free and I'll completely forget about them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, so it says with the enormously, enormous, enormous, enormously popular horror video game franchise, Dead by Daylight and Resident Evil both celebrating their own respective anniversaries this year. Several of Resident Evil's biggest characters are coming in a crossover for the asymmetrical horror title. In addition to franchise mainstays Jill Valentine and Leon Valentine and Leon S. Kennedy as new survivors, Resident Evil 3's nemesis has been added as a new killer. Perfect choice. Dubbed in the game as a tyrant, nemesis, yeah, nemesis comes with its own perks and gameplay innovations that show there's plenty of life left in the venerable video game in the and in the venerable video game and Resident Evil, and that Resident Evil and Dead by Daylight are a match made in hell. <laughs> i like that <laughs> clever and then it says uh here's everything you need to know uh playing dead by daylight as nemesis and then it does like a breakdown on what the skills are because they haven't tomorrow they're going to be releasing um the uh, profiles for for jill and leon mm-hmm. so this one is just kind of break- gives you a breakdown on on everything that the nemesis can do what what his powers are and, and okay. all that so the the map for this is actually the uh, the raccoon city police station that is awesome such an iconic setting for that perfect that's yeah, great yeah. that's great yeah exactly. the cool thing exactly. a cool thing about it being a police so, department yeah, so, is that it's like an enclosed area and like it makes sense mm-hmm. for you to not be able to kind of get out right like i think one of the dead by daylight levels is a kind of like a graveyard and it's just kind of like, well, I'm like, I guess right. I feel mm-hmm. like you could get out, but like, of course, you know, that's against the game's logic and stuff. So putting it like in an enclosed space, like inside of a building, I think that makes perfect sense. Uh, the nemesis, nemesis himself, a perfect, perfect choice for that, just because he's so versatile. Like he has like, he has like his big ass, like uh freaking was it the g parasite like tentacle extension thing. He's got his, he can use a yeah, galleon gun exactly. and a rocket launcher. He has like all these, he can even like infect yeah. other people with like parasites and stuff. Like he is like a very versatile, like killer and iconic. Oh, too, very so. iconic. Yeah, exactly. He's an iconic character, a mainstay for, for just the Resident Evil series in general. Like people buy three just so they could, you know, fight Nemesis again. Like it's, it's, it's a, a very good, good choice. Yeah. And then, and then having, having Jill and, and, and Leon too. And hopefully eventually they'll, they'll release Chris as well. We'll see. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised Chris isn't included, especially since like Capcom's been like really pushing him lately with uh Village and also yeah. with like uh I think is he in that CGI movie that's coming up or no 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 that's Leon and Claire. Okay, never mind. I'm not sure. No, yeah, it's that's Leon. Yeah, it's Leon and Claire. I think Leon in makes the movies, sense. It's... Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah. So you're obviously you're excited for that, and now that you've started playing it, you're you're, you're going to be familiar with the with the mechanics and and all that stuff. Yeah, I never wanted, I never when I played Dead by Daylight, I never wanted to be like the killer because that just seemed interesting to me. Now I, I I actually do want to be the killer because if I can be Nemesis, like that sounds badass. I definitely want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I I love the concept of the game. You know, like uh, especially when it first came out, I was uh, I played it a little bit. Um, but I just love the idea that you can be the killer, or you can be the survivor, and and have you, know, you played to, the Friday the Thirteenth game, which is like super film, similar to that? 
It's similar, yeah. Same thing with Predator. Uh, Predator, the new Predator. Predator's really dope. Yeah, Predator's really dope. Yeah, I, I like the it's verticality cool. of Predator. How you can be like, up in the trees and stuff, and like yeah. jump great distances. That was cool. Yeah, yeah. They they just released the skin for uh for Dutch too. I he saw that he has like the yeah. like the skulls or like the mask of the Predators like on yeah. him. Yeah. Like like yeah. like he's been around the around yeah, the block. Like, yeah i mean he's the first the first predator slayer i mean from the for the, as far as the movies are concerned yeah but yeah that's awesome i hope honestly if if they're sticking if now this is just backtracking but if, if warzone is sticking to the whole 80s motif i really hope they release some type of warning on whether it's like commando his character in commando or dutch or just some '80s action Arnold, you know. Actually, I actually got the crazy. John Rambo pack. <laughs> I, I actually bought the John Rambo pack just because, like, I'm a huge Sylvester Stallone fan. And while I rather have Rocky, I understand why Rambo yeah. makes more sense for Warzone. But uh, yeah, I, I bought the pack, and I, of course. I've enjoyed like the he has like that really cool uh, execution move where if you're behind them and you like start it, like he'll like stab yeah, them in the leg. The yeah. yeah, he jumps up with the explosive arrow. It's so cool. So he cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah gavin i let gavin i get i let gavin get that one and then i got the john mcclain so we both have one <laughs> yippee-ki-yay yippee-ki-yay all right the next one and i just for the sake of time i'll, I'll this will be the the the, the 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 only one i do um but the reason i'm saying this one is because it kind of affects me because i usually do this so the fact that Okay, let me just read it. Uh, BlizzCon. Now, this is from uh, Kotaku. Yes, people still read Kotaku. Um, it's by, so much uh, hate. Mike Fahey. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like, honestly, during the pandemic and just a little bit before that, like, Kotaku completely disappeared from uh, from social media. Like, it yeah, was crazy. Like, they they, just they recently, went through a restructuring maybe, like, kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think Mike Fahey was actually, there was a, there was a point maybe two years ago where he took a he took a break because he was going through like some health issues and mm-hmm. I think it was like cancer or something. But I'm glad he's he's back. Yeah, he was in the hospital to... for like a long time. I remember. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad he's he's writing again. And um, so this was posted um, about a week ago. Uh, but I thought this was I I had I just read this. Yeah, it's fair like game. Said, if we're... Not, uh, so BlizzCon is skipping 2021 due to continuing COVID-19 concerns. Yeah, I call I this. bullshit on that half and half, you know? Okay. But, um, so this affects me because I usually do BlizzCon. Like, that's one of the events that I do, but it is what it is. Oh, uh, so, so that's an accurate yeah, staging gig. Okay. Yeah, it is. It is. We, we do all of their stages. So it kind of sucks that we're not doing it again. But uh, citing the complicated nature of coordinating a live event for thousands of people, Evolving California in-person event guidelines and the fluctuating status of the global COVID-19 pandemic, <laughs> Blizzard has announced BlizzCon will be skipping another year. It that, was a year ago today. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say that fluctu- uh, fluctu- uh, fluctuating status, uh, those two words are carrying a lot of weight in this article because it's just like every now, like you'll hear now, it's like, oh, like cases are going down. It's like, oh, they're going back up. Oh, they're going back down. So yep. it's like, ugh, exactly. I get it. That's just, I mean, the fluctuating status is a norm now. Like EDC was, was you know, had to be rescheduled multiple times. A lot of the events and festivals that, that we do have been postponed, delayed or rescheduled. And it's just. Yeah, it's just people trying to cover their insurance. That's all it is. 
Oh, Instead that's right. Canceling yeah, because if they cancel, they, they lose oh, out on it. Yeah. But if the city is responsible, then then exactly. I got you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, it was a year ago today that Blizzard canceled BlizzCon 2020 due to COVID-19, leading to the all-digital BlizzCon online event earlier this year. Seems like late May is some kind of no return for the annual show, and conditions just weren't favorable for BlizzCon 2021. From the official announcement... And it says, building in an in-person BlizzCon is an epic and complex affair that takes many months of preparation. I can vouch for that because we do start working on BlizzCon maybe four, four months prior to the actual, wow. to the actual event. So uh, not just for us, but also for the many talented production partners, eSport pros, hosts, entertainers, artists, and other co collaborators we team up with locally and globally to put all the pieces together. The ongoing complexities and uncertainties of the pandemic have impacted our ability to pr properly move forward on many of these fronts. And ultimately, we're now past the point where we're, we'd be able to develop the kind of event we'd want to create for you in November. This is cool because we're kind of getting like a uh, peek behind the curtain next through year. you. You're kind of like, like in the know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tune in next year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, tune in next year uh, to witness the fate of BlizzCon 2022. And that's actually the end of the article. Okay. Uh, I remember yeah, last... Was it usually... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was saying that we, we usually start plan, uh, developing that around July uh, is when we start getting, you know, getting like their, their concepts and then we go back and forth. Um so yeah, it, it it feels like this is about the right time where they where we would start planning for it, but that yeah, sucks. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Sorry. No, I was gonna say I don't know if you remember. Like I think was it last year, or the year before. Uh, it was before the pandemic. I remember because like it was around the whole Hong Kong thing where like Blizzard had kind of had like that whole fiasco on their hands with them like uh, uh silencing like their own like collaborators and like partners who were like very pro hong kong and like oh, yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. choose between either supporting mainland china or like going with its like fans and stuff and it's like of course they're gonna go where the money is right so they kind of just like downplayed it but i remember like the blizzcon was like i think a month or so after that fiasco and like it was just like they had to like really really like manage like their whole pr situation and kind of just like downplay like all of the hong kong stuff and then yeah. I never found out what happened with the Hong Kong thing because, like, shortly after we got the pandemic, and then just it just kind of like fizzled out. Like, we never, yeah, I don't know it if it fades away. Yeah. So it all just fades away. Yeah. We so. forget about it. They go through, they do like little, you know, closed door deals and, you know, right, right. It's over. <laughs> all right, Joe. So before we move on to our final segment, we, Johnny and I usually, we kind of just talk about like what we've been playing in the last week or so. So let's, I'm curious, have you been able to play anything this past week at all? Uh, well, I, I was in Big Bear over the Memorial Day weekend, but um, mm, when, nice. usually, like, usually, well, right, right prior to me leaving, um, I did play, I did, I did play some, some Chasm. Um, uh, what mm -hmm. else have I been playing? I've I played some Warzone. The other night, you, you kind of caught, caught us at the very end of it, like, yeah. We were, we were just getting off. Like Gavin was. Oh, was hey, hey Andrew, how's it going? Uh, <laughs> are you I, right, I Joe? Sounded tired. Didn't yeah, <laughs> I'm like Joe, are you right? I was like, hey, hey, bud, what's up? Yeah. And like, oh shoot, it's midnight. Yeah, no man. wonder. No wonder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we had just finished like a three hour session, and I was like, oh no, I would have so played with you, but we were kind no of. No worries. Spent. No worries. I had work the next day. I think it was like a Thursday night, right? 
Um, but yeah, so I I I, I, I play a splash of Warzone, like you said last week. Um, you know, I, I hop in, hop out, you know, have some fun. You know, it's just it's it's a little thing. Uh, you can always find somebody playing Warzone and you know hop in a party and do all that. But uh, I tried to play some God of War, didn't get too far. Uh, I usually get home and it'll be like maybe like nine, eight or nine before I could even start like turning on the PlayStation and trying yeah. to decide what what to play or what am I going to play. So I'll put like I'll give you the example of God of War. I put it on. I started playing for maybe like 30 minutes, started drifting off. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to put some anime on. <laughs> like, so that's what that that's usually what ends up happening. So. But, Wait, but so the anime doesn't put you to sleep? No, man. Anime keeps me up. I love anime. I can't. I because can't I watch. I don't have to do anything. I'm just watching. <laughs> exactly. I think a more passive experience makes it easier for you to fall asleep. Not for me. I, I because anime is very engaging for me. Like, uh, so I'll I'll pay attention to a storyline. It's weird. It's weird. I don't. I can't explain it. Like, if I'm playing a game, because usually with a game, especially like or like. You got to do some walking around before you do it, before you actually engage with someone. Okay. Or if it's a puzzle, you have to figure out what the puzzle is. And I'm, okay. and it, if there isn't like immediate action, action happening, I'm kind of oh, okay. like starting to drift off because I'm looking for something or trying to figure out something. I'm like, so it's uh, more visual than it is I like, have to use like my brain. kinetic. Okay. Just use my brain all day. I get it. I've figured out calculations and designs and all this. And now I got to figure out this fucking puzzle. Like, I've been oh, watching um, in my downtime at work. Because uh, there's just times where I don't have any classes. I've been watching the Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works anime. I'm, I'm usually very sleepy in the morning. So what happens is because I, wa- I always watch anime with uh, subtitles. And so like it's hard for me like to read subtitles when I'm sleepy. And so it ends up being like, I'll close my eyes and I just miss like right. an entire like 30 second like dialogue. I'm like, oh, I have to go back because I don't know what just happened now. And it's just like, <laughs> oh, like I've been like, and it's not like it doesn't interest me. It's just like, I'm really tired. Like watching stuff is very passive. So it's very easy for me to kind of just like doze off. And so when I'm watching, I'm watching anything with subtitles, I can't Dude. watch anime late at night because it will just put me to sleep and I just miss out on everything. So like if I'm going to watch something that's, right. you know, subtitled, it has to be like in the, right in the middle of the day or early in the morning. Like when I'm like, just had my coffee and stuff, so I I can relate. I can relate. Uh, falling asleep, uh, trying Dude, to watch Unlimited Blade Works was freaking awesome. I'm almost. But- I have two more episodes, and it's it's the like the production value for like the fights is like so wow. good, so good. Dude, production value is at the story is really good. I don't care yeah. too much for the characters, but like I do like the story overall uh it's, it's kind of cliche you know like like rin the what's uh the main girl rin she's the kind of very like the the what's it called the that character archetype where like they're really like like hmm you know what i'm talking about yeah, uh yeah, so, yeah. Soon, soon deer sun deer soon deer she's the, one of those pouty princess yeah you know? and then the guy's very kind of yeah. the likable kind of like huh vulnerable like soft-spoken friendly guy and like who's like secretly like you know, you know that's actually go ahead it's uh, I think that's actually the remake of of an earlier Fate Night. Because I know there's zero. Blade Works. There's zero. It's a remake. Yeah. Yeah, but that, no, no. There's another. It's it's actually a remake of an existing one. Like it's a retelling. Like they rewound it and then did it again. And what if this happened? Like yeah, it, oh. it's like it's a it's kind of like a like a pseudo sequel to one okay. of the earlier ones. 
because it retells the story of like, and what if this happened instead? And what if this happened instead? And what, uh, I, I can't remember. I'll, I'll look it up and, and get back to you on it, but I can't. It's a retelling of one of the earlier fate, Fates. Okay. I, I love the Fate series. I mean, it's the same thing over and over, but just like the whole like seeing who char- ends up with who or what who, what heroes are introduced yeah that. the hero i think the hero gimmick of like the history historic like characters that kind of has me hooked first because like I've, i'm really into history so it's like oh we got like gilgamesh which is like whoa like gilgamesh is like one of the yeah. first like epic heroes like he has it's like the like a sumerian yeah. like the earliest earliest like example of an epic hero story so like yeah. gilgamesh him being like op like it makes sense like that's like he's like over the top powerful and stuff and then we he's have uh, too. yeah he's really cool and you have like hercules and then you have the as a berserker Ar- yeah, yeah. She, that's like saber right i think i heard that yeah, saber. saber yeah saber. okay it was implied but i was like isn't arthur a guy but i was like okay whatever but like the flashbacks yeah, with the yeah, sword see? in the stump i'm like okay that's yep. clearly arthurian like the sword in the stone kind of thing like okay but yep. like but it's a guy I'm like, okay whatever anyways so but uh yeah i, I, I want to watch the other ones <laughs> i know there's like a there's like a newer one where they have like i think ishtar which is like a she's another sumerian character uh i think it's ishtar right she's like one of the female yeah. characters so the new one, I believe, yeah, I can't remember what the new. I have, I haven't seen the new one. I've, I've heard about it, but I haven't, I haven't watched it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's on my watch. List. But anyways, but there's, there's a lot of stuff. Back on topic. I mean, for what? That's the kind of stuff anyway, that puts anyway, me. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the kind so, of stuff. Yeah, that... I've, I've been, I know. <laughs> Go ahead. But yeah, I've been, I've been playing. Um, just I try to play uh, God of War. I, I play Warzone every now and then. And that's that's probably a game that I can play because it's easy to get into for right. somebody to play with. Yeah, and instant dopamine kick. You know, you yeah. Get to the get, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um obviously I, I'm trying to finish uh, Last of Us, which I'm pretty close. Uh, and yeah, playing so Chasm. It's so good. I, I'm almost there, man. I'm almost there. Once I do that, then play a bunch of other games and then I'll get to Last of Us too. <laughs> okay uh this past week i played a little bit of cold war just because um i don't it's kind of like Warzone for me but with even less time invested where each round's like 10 minutes or less right <laughs> and i can right. just go in and just you know and also because Warzone takes up a crazy amount of memory on my ps5 so like i i've downloaded and re-downloaded that game a couple times but at this point buy, buy a buy an external hard drive I do, I do, I do. I use the one for my PS4. I finally attached it to my PS5, so that's that's kind of alleviated the issue a bit. Nice. Uh, I've played the. I was playing with a friend of mine, a recent friend of mine that I made. He has like a he has another gaming centric podcast. That's kind of how we we met because we were like in the same nice. uh, Discord group. Uh, we started. We yesterday we played the one. The it's the first. It's not the first. I'm sorry. It's the new free ps5 game for the month for the psn plus uh it's called operation tango it's a ps how is that it is real it's frustrating but it's really fun game it's it so, looks like a ps3 game it do, yeah it's not graphically impressive um <laughs> yeah it doesn't look that great honestly it kind of looks like yeah it looks like it could even run on mobile actually like <laughs> But the game itself, like the actual gameplay is really dope. It's like, so you have to play with somebody else and you have to use voice chat. You have to have a mic, you have to play oh. it because one character, it, you're basically like a group of like, like kind of like, it's kind of like if you've seen the show 24 with like Jack Bauer and like Chloe yeah, and all that. Yeah. So yeah. one per, one person's kind of like the Chloe, like they're like at the command center with the computers and everything. And the other person's mm. like in the field or the field agent. 
And so you guys have to work together because there's only certain things that the computer person can see. And then there's only certain things that the person in the field can see. And so like, you'll tell them like, okay, like they'll say, whoever's on the field will be like, oh, I need like an access code like for this thing. And it's like, okay, well, can you describe to me like what it is, like the shape or whatever? And so like they'll show you, they'll, they'll describe the shapes or whatever. And so on your screen, you're like, okay, that matches with, th- that description matches with this thing I'm seeing. And so like, you'll like, it, it kind of goes back and forth, back and forth, that's back and forth. That's kind of dope. That's kind of dope. That's it's, you should dope. check that's it out. It's a great concept. Yeah, it is. It's the free. I uh, mean, I, obviously I, I, I downloaded it already, <laughs> but. Oh, you added it to the library? Yeah. Yeah. I already added it to the library, but it's damn, re- that sounds pretty cool. It's kind of frustrating though, because there's some things where like, I know what I have to tell them, but I don't know how to explain it. Cause there's like parts where like, like if you, it really tests your ability to communicate like effectively because there's like certain simple, like if you don't know the right word to describe something like, like Pictionary. It's, yeah, very Pictionary-esque where it's like, okay, I need you. There's like seven icons and the best way I can describe these icons is like this and this and they're like, oh, okay, so that's this one. And like, and so like if one of you messes up, like it's kind of forgiving. Like if you mess up, you'll just go back to like the start of the puzzle you're on. So it's not oh, like, okay. it's not frustrating. Like, oh, like we have to go all the way back. It's kind of just like, ah, oh, like I need to find a better way of, of saying this thing kind of thing that's like you can't like you can't see each other's screen so you guys have to like it's it's kind of like communicating with somebody like who's like in a different room which it is basically but like like do you see this thing okay can you look to your left and like it, you have to like it's it's really dope it's really fun it's so frustrating cool. but it's not too long like each mission is like about 30 to 40 minutes so if it doesn't like overstay it's welcome and it's not like too short that it's not enjoyable so it's, what's 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 the end game so you're like these spies each mission is you take out like a different like villain like i think the first one was like some kind of like uh some guy with like a viral weapon like he was in, like release and we had to like we had to break okay. into his headquarters overnight and like take steal the weapon and then like our sec we only did two missions the second mission was like we had to infiltrate this tech company and like retrieve a microchip kind of thing but then like the hard part for the second mission was we had to do everything in reverse to get out because we, we couldn't leave any trace. So like oh, all the stuff wow. we did to get there, we had to do now backwards. Oh, wow. That's yeah. kind of cool. It's hey, cool. That's cool. Like it's I said, be- it doesn't look great, but the, I like the idea. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that, yeah, it's, it doesn't, it's not visually impressive, but that's not like it's focused. That's not like what it tries to be. It's, it's really just the kind of like a, it's the kind of game you play with somebody who like you can either verbalize easily or communicate with easily. Like it's, you can play with randos, but I can see that being much more frustrating. Or if you're playing, or you're playing with somebody who, out. if you're playing with somebody who's like significantly younger, like I can imagine playing that with Gavin might be like an exercise in like patience, you know, kind of thing where it's like, 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 are you communicating? Like what? Like, what are you saying? Like kind of thing. So it'll help you with your kids. <laughs> Probably I would, yeah, I would, I would, I would recommend it as an educational kind of like one of those like trust fall kind of exercises where it's like, you need to build up your communication skills kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, I played that last night for about two or three hours. It was two missions. There's like, I think seven missions total. So it's not a really long game. Yeah. It's meant to be played like in short burst. Uh, other than that, I also started playing Fortnite again with the same person again. It's the same person. We started playing uh, Fortnite. 
Um, I, I just hadn't played it in so long. And also I wanted to see how it, it runs on, on PS5 because like they did like the whole 4K 60 frame per second oh, kind of like uh, okay. boost. And so like the game actually, it, look? it looks really good. I mean, okay. as far as Fortnite graphics can look, it Fortnite. looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's an art style. It's like an aesthetic yeah. choice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's those three. Yeah, Cold War, Fortnite, Operation. Yeah, those were the three things I've been playing this uh, last week. So, so yeah. Nice. All uh, right. Have you played Have you played Ghost on the PS5 yet? Call of Duty Ghost? No, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, uh, no, I have not. Did that one get a, like a patch, like a up- upgrade? I don't know if it has, but it looks gorgeous. I remember it you told me that last beautiful. time when we played together. When we played Legends, you were telling me that. I remember yeah, when I didn't have a PS5 yet. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> all right, jo- Joe. So <laughs> I was going to call you Johnny. All right. <laughs> force of habit, force of habit. All right. <laughs> We're moving on to my favorite segment, which is the pitch. For those of you hey. who, for those of you who don't know, the pitch is usually a segment that Johnny and I do where we have two canisters. Uh, each canister has either a theme in terms of like space, ocean, World War II, and then the other caster has a genre of game, first person, shooting, uh, puzzle, racing, sports, whatever. Because I don't have the canisters, they're at Johnny's. So what I came up with is an improvised. I chose six categories each for Joe. Uh, they are Metroidvania, first person shooter, racing, JRPG, Muso. Uh, Joe, you probably know what Musos are, right? Do you know what Musos are? Uh, no, what, what's Muso? So Musos is the actual like genre for like Dynasty Warriors or like or High Roll Warriors, oh, where, okay. where you're just slashing armies and waves of enemies. Yeah. Uh, puzzle, which is Dragon you know, Quest Warriors. Exactly. Yeah. So puzzle is pretty straightforward, and then our themes are dinosaur slash prehistoric, horror, space, urban city, and time travel. So. We can, if you want, I can choose one. You choose one, or you can choose one from each one, and you can just like mix, match, max and match, max, mix and match, mix and match, <laughs> however you want. Um, okay, I'll let I'll let you pick one. I'll uh, I'm gonna do Metroidvania. <laughs> okay, I figure I'm gonna go with time travel because that one sounds intriguing <laughs> to me. Do you want me to help you out with okay, this, or do you want to um, do this on your own? Well, here's the thing. There's a game called Time Spinners, which is a Metroidvania time travel game. That's right. Oh, did you heard of, they're making another one, right? They're actually making another one. They're making a sequel to Time Spinners. Yeah, finally. Yeah, I freaking love that game, dude. I beat the shit out of that game. That's I think I, game I think we mentioned in the last episode. Last I don't remember if we did. I know Johnny and I talked about it, but I don't remember if we mentioned it. But uh, yeah, they're making another Time Splitters game. Yeah, really? Yeah, after all Holy these years. Smokes. Wait, are we talking about the same game? The bald guy with the Metroid sunglasses Mania? and the big gun, right? No, 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 no. Oh, you're thinking of something no, else. Time then. spinners. Oh, time I said spinners. I said splitters. Time splitters. It's an yeah, arcade yeah. game. Time splitters different. Yeah, no, okay. no, no, no. This is one, this one's called Time Spinners, and it's a Metroidvania game, uh, where you travel across different points in time so that you could try to save the universe or dimensions just in general. Do you remember that show uh, Sliders? Of course, I remember Sliders. With Jerry O'Connell, come yeah, on. And, uh, that guy from uh, Indiana Jones, Rice Davies. Right? There you go, Davies. there you go. Yeah, that guy, uh, William the, or James, Rice the big guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's great. Uh, and then, and then Jerry O'Connell's brother ended up uh, joining the show too. Um, okay, so uh, time traveling Metroidvania game. Uh, 
okay. Dang. Because uh, then there's also, there's also, um, what's that game? Uh, what's that game? Uh, ah, shit. I'm, I'm, why is this game? Uh, okay. So time traveling, um, time, tra- time traveling. Okay, so the so, so the overall story is you're you're this dude. No, you know you <laughs> ah you could choose you could choose between a, a male or a female uh, right, protagonist. Right. Uh, you get to name you get you get to progressive name progressive thinking. You, you right. get to yeah you get to name them. You get to decide uh, what they look like. Oh that there there's a custom there custom character. You create your character. Uh, it is a it is a Metroidvania style game, so it is a side scroller. You get to um, travel to different maps, iconic maps throughout time, mm-hmm. uh, uh, iconic moments. Um, mm-hmm. okay. So, say for example, uh, getting like Carmen San Diego vibes from this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you get to, mm-hmm. let's say, you get to travel. You get to go to the building of the the building of the pyramids. And uh, you're the one who helps them figure out how to move the big blocks and all that stuff. Okay. Uh, so that's part of that's part of the game. And uh, you just you oh yeah, I like that. You travel to different historic points in, in time uh, that have matter like enclosed because it's it's a map. Uh, so you get, yeah, you get to travel different points. And what's the end game here? Maybe it's an educational game. Oh, okay, it's kind of Reader Rabbit, kind of Carmen San Diego yeah, yeah, PBS yeah. game. <laughs> so maybe it's maybe it's a PBS type type game or fifth uh, fifth through sixth grade. But it's a little more. It's uh, no, maybe no. We don't want to do that. We don't want to do that because I do want some action. I want you to be able to like get a weapon from each one of these times as part of your inventory. Yeah, I figured uh, like each weapon so maybe, would like upgrade like a previous section from like a previous area or something kind of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, you you get to I don't know, be in. You get to go to Hitler's bunker and and raid that. Or, oh God! Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. I got dark real quick. <laughs> you get to you get. I know. I really did. Um, or you get to you get to you get to um, find Osama bin Laden. Ooh, that'd be crazy. If you you go, you're like a a time cop. Ooh, okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Here we go. <laughs> so you're like a time cop. You're a time cop. Fixing then, all of history's wrongs. <laughs> yeah, fixing all of history's wrongs. But towards the end, you discover that by say by fixing all these these things that you thought you were fixing, you're actually messing up the future. Uh, and so every time, so then you you have to go back and either let them live or let them die or something, so that you can fix the future. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, okay, that and then the villain ends up being you in the future you end up being like this eagle maniac psycho killer that has killed everyone because you thought you were doing the right thing that'd be pretty cool if like the antagonist the whole time was just you you just didn't like recognize you or something like that yeah so you you continue to miss yourself throughout these points in time like yeah i like that i like that and then you you in the in the end you finally catch up to yourself and and you guys have like this this big old battle on on some type of big old map, but but the future you has all the upgrades upgrades that you kept throughout time, where you did, decided not to, right? That sounds uh, dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the future you has all these upgrades, and uh, and and are, is far more advanced than you are. 
Um, but you have the power of friendship on your side. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like you have like youth and like athleticism or something like yourself. Yeah, I mean, no, no, no. Yeah, obviously you're you're the younger, uh, more spry, younger, more spry one because you're, you're the, the the your future you is a little older. Um, even though he has he's more technologically advanced, you ah uh, maybe um maybe what you gained was maybe there maybe there's some type of power that you do gain from from writing from course correcting. Okay. Uh, the past. I was thinking it'd be cool if it was like something you did that like your old, like future you kind of like forgot about or like hasn't used or hasn't thought about like in a while kind of thing or like, like, oh, like I forgot about that or like, oh, like we don't do that anymore or something like that. Like that would be interesting. But yeah, yeah that, that works. Be, that'd be good. That'd be good. Maybe, maybe um, ah, geez. Well, I, I, we, don't, we don't necessarily have to know that what, what, how this right. necessarily ends, but yeah, but that's, that's the end game. Like you have to fight your, your future self. Uh, the future self that uh that that decided to go the wrong route mm-hmm. um so maybe there was like a time split this sounds a lot like if you ever seen the flash when he takes Flashpoint. off point no one of those uh the show the cw show where like one of the villains in one of the seasons is just like him but like one of his like that like he kind of so you know like how he makes like alternate versions of himself like for like through the speed force like he makes like extra copies of himself kind of thing what what was what was that villain's name it was just barry but a future barry yeah it was like one of the ones he like discarded of himself who like continued to live on like without him yeah kinda. uh yeah, 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 was it yeah. it wasn't zoom right was it zoom no it wasn't it wasn't zoom it okay was, then it was um, uh savitar 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 yes yeah. that was him he was like a like like gray or black something like that it was, it was black and blue mostly yeah black and blue and he would always like like mm-hmm. fake yeah but he was basically like a future barry who's like kind of like much more jaded and stuff yeah yes i do remember that i think that's around the time i stopped watching it like i finished that season and then i started watching the the the, the following season and i never really because because at the end of that season barry like dies right or he like goes into the time force he has to go into the speed force the time force the is power force. Ranger. Sorry, power sorry, sorry 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 <laughs> he the goes speed into force. yeah he has to like physically like stay there for some reason that's like he's like kind of like stable he stabilizes yeah, something he stabilizes by staying, it. Yeah. yeah yeah by staying in there and then his dad replaces him yeah, there you go. Exactly. So he can get out. Spoiler alert. Because he's needed to get. Well, this show is like super old by now. It's like, what? I was, no, that season I know, was I like know. five years ago, maybe four or five years ago. Yeah, right. I saw the season after that. And then that's kind of where I stopped because, like, the I think the fourth season, they had like a some mental thinker, like, arch enemy kind of thing. And what I really like, realized like I like about the Flash is I really only like the speed villains, like Zoom, oh, okay. Savitar, <laughs> Reverse Flash. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. anything outside of that just doesn't for the flash like doesn't just really it doesn't interest me as much so but anyways <laughs> well, for me for me it was what? that they started doing all these crossover events it's like, really so hard it, to keep it yeah it just became yeah like all these different shows started convoluting the whole just like, the you're, you're not the mcu guys things. you're not the mcu you can't just pull that yeah, out i don't know like, where it was ambitious and i'm sure like it, it worked for some people but for me i just don't have the time did you watch the uh, legends of tomorrow or no I did. I watched the first two seasons of Legends. Okay, that show's really like hard for me show. to get into. That was harder for me really? to get into. Yeah, because they. I, I would have figured you would have liked it because you're, you know, you're a history buff. Yeah, but like, there's just way too many. Like, they do the thing. They are the most egregious when it comes to like crossovers because like they it's a team made up of like so many different characters from like different like properties and stuff, and it's just really hard for me to like mm-hmm. follow because there's like, it's more kind of villain of the week than like the Flash or the other ones are for me. And mm. so, like the overall arc, overall arch, or whatever the overall story isn't like as tight, and so I'm kind of just like, uh, 
but mm. but you're right i do like the i do like the like when they visit like a certain like history uh moment or place like it, it's it's nice when they do do that it's funny it becomes like it became like a period uh like a period show yeah i don't you know, know. Like, i like, might give it a try though i might i might go back and give it a try <laughs> i really like arrow arrow was like my favorite one because it was basically just batman with a bow yeah exactly <laughs> um so so yeah so that'd be the game um Let's see the company that I, I I'd like to make this. Who does Metroid um, Wayne as well? I'm gonna say way forward. They did. I don't Sounds know familiar. if. Uh, yeah, they they did. Um, they actually did the Mummy Demastered game. I don't know if you ever played that. The Mummy game, no. based on Tom Cruise's Mummy from 2017. Oh, that one I heard was actually kind of good. I heard that was actually a fun game. It's freaking great, man. Oh, okay. It's no great. way forward. I they they game. do Shantae. Okay, I know Shantae. Yeah, yeah. They do Shantae. They do uh, yeah, Double Dragon Neon. Game with that, that Double Dragon Neon. Oh, River City Girls. Oh, I've been of which I've been meaning to play that. Yeah, River City Girls. River City Girls is awesome. That's a great like uh, beat 'em up brawler because you can also upgrade like your skills. You can uh, oh, that that game was awesome. One of our friends, uh, one of Brian's and I's friends, Omar. He has that game, and we saw him like play about two to three hours of that game once and like it looked really good it looks like it looks like it's like another one of those like like kind of like you know the river city stuff ransom style yeah, games yeah. but like it looks like the production value is like way like above like what a standard kind of side scrolling beat-em-up is it looks really Dude. good the music was really great too i, I yeah very satirical too oh the phenomenal and it's like a it's a satire of that whole beat-em-up genre thing yeah because they even they even take jabs at it like yeah they they, they it's a, and it's and it's a two player game too. It's it, it gave so me like Scott Pilgrim that. vibes. Anything that yeah. is like a yeah a yes. Speaking of Scott Pilgrim, we're waiting for that TMNT Shredder's Revenge, and what's this game? Um, Streets of Rage Four is actually coming with a DLC. Uh, came out la- the game came out last year. They're coming out with a new DLC. Mm-hmm. I think next month or or this month June. So that's I'm waiting for that. Is that the so Mike Hagar? Is that the Mike Robbers. Hagar game? No, it's different? the one. It's the one with a yeah. It's a different one. It's the one that has a Blaze. Uh, it's like the Sega version of Final Fight. Okay. So, so Nintendo Fight, Cap. Yeah. yeah. So Capcom had Final Fight, and then Sega had Streets of Rage. They were like the two competitor. Uh, competitor. Which one's the one that has Poison? The chick with the pink hair. Which one's that one? Poison is in Final Fight. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but she's a villain. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but um. So way yeah, forward so for this. Streets of Rage. Way for I think way forward would do a good job. Now, no, yeah, well, knowing the ver- the ones between uh, behind River City Girls and Shantae, like that makes perfect sense. Oh, they also did Contra yeah, think, Four. Yeah, that's yeah. old one. Interesting. Yeah. So they have a. They have. I mean, they have a, a they're pretty good uh, library, pretty good roster of games that they've done. And they, the they revamped Joe? a bunch What's of games. What's the name? Stuff. Did you hear Johnny's uh, last, ep- last episode where he just came up with Dead Place? Dead Place was great, man. <laughs> that was hilarious. I love that. I was like, oh, man, that's, that's great. It was mostly funny because of how lazy it was, but that's what made it funny. That's what made it good. <laughs> you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw an audible here. The name of this is going to be A Way Forward. Because <laughs> it's a time travel. Because it's a time That's travel. So good. So good. So it's gonna be called a way, a way forward. forward. By way forward. A little too on the hey. nose, but I like it. I like it. I like it. I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, Super Switch would be awesome. 
I, I'm, wonder, I'm wondering if that's what's going to be called. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I remember I was talking to you about this the other day. I think it might end up being called that because I a lot of the out media outlets are saying are calling it that. They're calling it that or the Switch Pro, but like it's like 50 50. Yeah, I wouldn't call it the Switch Pro only because I don't know, like PlayStation called you know the PS4 Pro, right? So why would you want to call it what you guys already have a super like Nintendo already has a super something you know and then pro just so sounds weird because that... i'm thinking like professional i'm like the switch pro, like ps4 professional sounds yeah, weird. yeah. switch professional sounds kind of odd i mean super it's switch it's super switch is Nintendo growing on does, me you know like yes i didn't like super switch super at first switch. but it's growing and on then me. they could, their box you know their, their box could have that whole super nintendo motif like and it's kid oriented like super switch it sounds With the gray good, and you know? purple <laughs> yeah they could have a gray and purple edition you know, or a Famicom edition. Oh, like with a red and gold, oh, with a yeah, red and gold that motif. Would be phenomenal. Yeah. Yes. I could see that. Super Switch. <laughs> All right. Slap, so slap. A way forward. A way forward. You pulled the Johnny. <laughs> I like it. Favorite. I like it. <laughs> All right, Johnny. So I think we are near. Yeah, we're pretty much at the end. Um, before we depart and everything, I would. Where can people find you, Johnny? Where can, I mean, I'm I mean, Joe. Sorry, Joe. Force of habit. Force of habit. Where can people find you and what you do, Joe? Um, well, you could find me on all social media mm-hmm. at, at Joe M as in Mary uh, Castellanos. It's my name. I it I don't use anything else. Joe what, M. What is the M for? I always wonder. Instagram, wondered. on Twitter. Marvin. Oh. My middle name is Marvin. I never knew that. <laughs> so it's Joe. That's some, that's yeah, some deep Joe lore. M. Castellanos exactly um uh, uh i'm i'm one of three hosts on the none of our business podcast you could find us on itunes you could find us on spotify on uh stitcher you could find us on you can find us everywhere i made sure that we're everywhere so any streaming platform that you use for for your podcast you can find us there um that's uh none of our business podcast N- not the just look up none of our business podcasts and you'll be able to find that we air every Monday, much like you. Um, we actually air ours at 4 p.m., around 4 or 5 p.m. every Monday. Uh, do it weekly. Right now we're on hiatus. We'll be back on June 14th. Okay. Uh, and yeah, man, you could find me at events. You know, I, I do. Well, once events come back, like, <laughs> you know, that's what I do. I do live events. Are you, are you still doing thing. like music so, on the side, Joe? A, or is that like on hiatus also? I do. I mean, you know, I it's a hobby now. Like, you know, I, I do all the music for my podcast. Uh, we do a different intro every, yeah, every you week. Do. You, do. Um, you know, I did. I did the I did Duo Sense uh, intro. You, yeah, that's true. Right. I forgot. I completely forgot oh, to mention that. that yeah, our intro is from you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> Thank yeah, you for yeah. that, by the way. I'm a, I'm a big fan of this podcast, man. Thank I'm you. a big fan Thank of this you. podcast. I love this podcast. Like ever since you told me you and Johnny were starting a podcast, I was like, yes, I'm there for it. The the name, I love it. Duo, it's a play. It's a play on the dual sense, you know, uh-huh, control. Uh-huh. And both of you, you guys are a duo. I absolutely love it. Uh, I've been following this since the beginning. I mean, that's uh, high praise coming from you because it. like you are like one of the, the major influences for us even starting this was like you you guys <laughs> doing your thing where it's like just a bunch of friends just like you can tell like there's like 
good chemistry, good, like, it's not just like force. It feels like camaraderie. And so like for Johnny and I, it's like, that was like a huge influence. So thank you for that. Yeah. I I, I love you guys. I love you guys' podcast. I love you guys. I'm glad you guys are doing this. I'm glad you guys are continuing to do it. I love your format. Uh, (laughs) I find myself arguing with you guys and and pitching along with you guys. And like, this is a great podcast. So I'm, I'm humbled to be here. I'm very honored um gave me this opportunity if you ever need me back or anything, we'll definitely have you back we'll definitely have you back yeah i will always back you guys yeah i'll back you i'll back you guys and and come six season six is coming up i'm gonna send you guys some dates so that we could get together and do that uh Sounds we good. don't mind driving to victorville or if you guys want to come down here I, i've been meaning to go down to la have so korean barbecue dude that sounds you know? good <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah yeah we'll make a day of it we'll make a day of it uh we could do a cross pod we could always do a cross pod you know um since we end up, we seem to record and, and air at around the same. Well, we air on Mondays, both of us. Uh, yeah, I was meaning to ask you about that. So, is Ke- so is Keenan like is he is Keenan like much of a gamer? Because I noticed he references games every now and then. So I'm like, is he like really? Is he really about it? Or Keenan is a gamer. He's definitely a gamer. Yeah, he's about it. He's about it. He loves. Okay. He's a PlayStation guy, but he's he leans more more PC. He, uh, that makes sense. I guess he's a hybrid. He loves PC and he loves and he loves the playstation but he's definitely a gamer deech is not a gamer he does play every now and then he's an assassin's creed fan uh but that's yeah not, i heard him mention he that, yeah. that all right yeah, so next but, time we'll, we'll yeah, have to we'll have to get at least keenan and you paired up next time for when we have you guys on yeah here. absolutely and we'll we'll bring you guys onto our podcast like we'll be starting season six soon um and i'm just glad i'm glad i'm here man thank you so much for the invite i'm glad i was able to help Hopefully, you know, I did a good job and uh... you were awesome, Joe. You were awesome. You were awesome. Like I I can tell like the conversation was like flows so naturally. Like I look at the time. And I'm like, I think this might be our longest episode, <laughs> but you're used to that, right? Because you guys go on for like two to three hours. So to oh, you, that's dude. normal. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, we usually go two, three hours. <laughs> yeah. We usually do just one hour and this is like easily it's, double, it's but it's, it's a good kind of compromise between the yeah. two formats. So yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. And, and I right. talk a lot, you know, so <laughs> which is good. That. That's what you want. You want it in a guest. You want them to kind of, you know, fill, yeah. fill the empty airwaves. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Joe. So thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate for you coming in clutch at the last uh, hour or so. We'll have to do this again sometime. And uh, do you have any, do you have any parting words, anything you want to just mention? It's not the same as your soapbox, but it's like a little <laughs> small. Yeah. It's not the same as the soapbox that you guys do, but it's kind of just a small kind of like, final thoughts kind of thing you know what pick up the control and just pick a game you do know, you do the up- thing i do where you go on netflix and you scroll and you end up just not watching anything and you just go away do oh do- yeah for sure i hate that yeah absolutely i hate that. that happens to me all the time but yeah you know just uh if you're you don't have to be a dedicated gamer but you know just just pick up a control and play a game mm-hmm. it's not gonna hurt you even if it's on mobile, even if it's a mobile, even if game. that's on mobile, yeah, just play something, you know. Uh, and that's that's all I have to say, you know. And live <laughs> live live life. Not everything right. has to has to be you know exotic or uh, extravagant, you know. Life is very simple. You can find happiness in anything. Well said, Joe. Well said. <laughs> all right, so that's gonna make uh, it's gonna complete our time for us tonight. Uh, for our audio listeners, which well. 
that's everybody because we don't have we don't do a visual one. So everybody who's listening to this, uh, whether it's through Spotify, Apple, your the Stitcher one that Joe mentioned, iTunes, whatever it is that you use to listen to podcasts, uh, go ahead and give. It takes a couple of seconds, really. Just give us a rating, whether it's a star or a thumbs up, whatever the criteria for your app is for measuring whether you enjoy something. Go ahead and just do that for us. We really appreciate that. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, I actually have. It's funny. I have a letter from you, Joe, but it'd be weird to, you wrote in this week and I was like, I, I was like, I'm going to save this for when I have Johnny again. Cause our next episode <laughs> with Johnny will be like the day of, or right before E3. So I'm going to save it for that. Cause it'd be weird for yeah. you to answer your own letter. Right. That's just what it makes sense. <laughs> that, that would be. <laughs> so for and, anybody and by that time, you know, E3 would have started already. So. Right. That'd yeah. <laughs> so for anybody who wants to write in, whether it's a question or a comment, or maybe you didn't like Joe's voice this week, or I don't know, maybe he's mm. kind of sus or something. I don't know. Let us mm. know. Uh, write to DuoSense Podcast at Yahoo.com. I know, boomer website. DuoSense Podcast <laughs> at Yahoo.com. All right. So that's going to conclude and, for now. Oh, go ahead. And uh, in honor of Johnny, take care, guys. He does do that. He does do that. All right. Good night. <laughs>